Welcome to Intro to X. This podcast is out there. I'm FBI Director Robin, and I'm joined by my special agents... Tammy, Claire, Brad, and Shane. Yay! Hey, Shane! Hey! <laughs> and Shane, are you uh, a newbie to the X-Files or uh, a big fan? Or I'm either? A, uh, <laughs> I'm a... Well, I used to be quite a big fan. I washed up to the end of Series 7. Oh. So you're going to take that last push with us in a couple of years? I will be, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I will be. Exactly the same thing as I did with Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> so, How far did you make it in that? Uh, till when we found out who the killer was. Oh. <laughs> and I just gave up on the series after that. <laughs> and that's all for me. Uh, <laughs> um, so you have an intro cast yourself? Yes, sir. There is the Red Dwarf intro cast. Uh the guys are actually, as, as, I, as we record this, the guys are actually currently recording um, a, a season four, episode two of the Red Dwarf DNA. Ooh. And, and you skipped out on recording or something? Or? Yes, I did, because I wanted to join you guys tonight. <laughs> oh, we won. We won. <laughs> Red Dwarf is awesome. I have to give your intro cast a listen, because I love Red Dwarf. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right, so uh, guys, the uh, X file we're opening today is season one, episode six, Shadows, mm. <laughs> and uh, we have a sixty-second or less plot summary. Let's see who is on. Oh, it's Tammy! Yay! <laughs> How do I get them most of the time? <laughs> All right, ready? Oh, yeah. Three. Two. Robin, I'll give you your money later for that. that <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, go. All right, so we meet this chick, Laura Kite. She is crying over her boss, which seems weird to me, but that's just me. Um, and she's packing up, and then weird stuff starts happening. So, of course, Mulder and Scully get involved. Um, she, what She gets attacked at an ATM, but she doesn't get really attacked because they end up dead. Um Scully thinks at some point that uh, her boss just, <laughs> whose last name is Graves, of course, um, must just have said he was dead, but he didn't really die. And of course, Scully or Mulder knows that it must be paranormal. And we actually get a scene where we see paranormal activity. So I was super excited. Um, <laughs> but then there's some other subplot about some, I don't know, selling guns or something, which was super boring. So um, I don't know much about that plot line. But we got a lot of paranormal stuff. And in the end, we don't really know. Has the ghost followed Laura? We don't know. Or is it just a train? All right. That's the whole episode. (laughs) One minute, one second. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, I think think it's strange that you don't say anything about the ghost of Benjamin Franklin. (laughs) An entire summary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brad, I only had 60 seconds God damn it <laughs> He was a founding father of our country <laughs> Well, as we open up the episode in HTG Industrial Technologies That's the first thing we see is that uh, Benjamin Franklin quote on a placard Is that what those are called? I don't know Sure, sure. <laughs> Today is worth two tomorrows Yeah And, uh, yeah Howard Graves It's good good name um (laughs) it's like really really that's his name okay (laughs) Uh, we see his buddies with uh bush and clinton and um (laughs) and reagan of course and reagan (laughs) obviously 
God, those were the glory days. When you could sell arms to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren Kite, Lauren, uh, <laughs> is backing up her boss, Howard Graves, his office, taking his death a little hard. And, uh, but it's yeah. two weeks later. Why is she still crying and moping around? And <laughs> Don't they say that? It's two weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was overreacting a bit. But she's never known anyone that's committed a suicide. Because <laughs> that's apparently different than dying by other means. Yeah. <laughs> and she's uh, she's close to her boss. And uh, I don't two know weeks, get over it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just a cold-hearted bitch. I'm like, look, get over it. <laughs> get back to the office definitely would have been packed up before two weeks. <laughs> I've waited two and weeks to pack that office up. She would yeah. let them. Did you see what happened when they tried to get yeah. over through the parking space? <laughs> 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 And also, we see later at the end of the episode to skip ahead that she's clearly a crappy secretary because she delivers <laughs> that thing. Like, so you know, she's probably not doing a very good job. I'm like, get back to work. She shows up late. She delivers things late. She can't dress herself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so th- this episode actually uh, was created due to Fox's insistence that the creators write more episodes where Mulder and Scully help people. And, oh, uh, okay. They did that, that to kind it. of get Fox off their backs, just so they can create some other episodes that they had in mind. And uh, apparently, this was inspired by the Entity. I've never seen that movie, so neither does anybody else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the ATM, um, Lauren is dragged in an alley, screaming, um, and all we see as she's uh, thrashing away in the shadows is a spray painted "Jesus is Love." <laughs> thing on the wall. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Um, she was told to go home, and we assume she did. So what the hell was she cashing in a check at an ATM in the middle of the night down a dark alley? <laughs> yeah, it's a creepy ATM. I wouldn't have used that one either. <laughs> no. Who deposits their check into the ATM thing? Uh, some people do. Do they? Because that's always seemed like the sketchiest of sketches. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have their direct deposit back then? Uh, that's what I was looking at. I don't think direct deposit was that big back then. Yeah. I think it was later in the 90s before it really hit off. But what? But why not just go to a bank and deposit your check? <laughs> I don't like the idea of slipping my paycheck into a machine. Yeah. With no... With no and it's 1993 tech. I don't trust 1993 tech. <laughs> <laughs> Next to a dark alley. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, granted, she's got the ghost of Benjamin Franklin on her side. But... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in this next part, uh, there's two junkies looking for a place to crash. I just assume they're junkies. They're either junkies or ne'er-do-wells. And Either way, I maybe... would not be eating out of trash cans. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Maybe they're just ragamuffins. Maybe they're just rascals. I gotta say, one of the funniest things ever. My my Netflix sometimes like shows me like a screenshot of like a few minutes into the episode to describe the episode, and the screenshot that was on the website for this was just those two close ups screaming their heads off. <laughs> like the woman had the whitest, like ah. <laughs> But yeah, they discover the bodies. 
So right now, I thought, because as we all know, I've seen this episode, I would have seen this episode twice before I watched it this time, but I don't remember a thing because I had an alien mind wipe. And I right now thought that she was telekinetic. Hmm. And I actually thought that through quite a lot of the episode. And I thought that she had somehow accidentally killed her boss or had something to do with it. And because of her telekinetic powers, that meant that his energy was bonded with her or something. I didn't think it was a ghost. I think that's what we're supposed to think. Yeah. Um, I, I think thought it was a ghost quite a good right job. away, and I was excited. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a ghost story. I think they did mm-hmm. quite a good job at keeping it amb- ambiguous. Like, you know. Yeah. And that's what they're, like, kind of talking about in the next scene where they're talking to the spooky uh, authorities <laughs> or whatever. The upper agent, I don't know, NSA. It's the, it's the spooky Mulder and Scully. They're like mm. the other Mulder and Scully. <laughs> Evil. With like, all the acting chops of David Duchovny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Check these unblinking chops. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that... more wooden if you go to a forest. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I learned an interesting thing about David Duchovny today, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah? um, talking about his acting style. He was on the shortlist for the um, the lead role in the 2003 movie adaptation of The Incredible Hulk. And I cannot imagine him playing Bruce Banner because I don't get the feeling that there's anything going on under the surface with him. He Brad, do you want to try doing who... David Duchovny doing David Banner? <laughs> David Duchovny doing David Banner? David, or Bruce Banner? Whichever Bruce incarnation Banner? you're talking Get your about. your comic references right, Robin. Hey, um, I watched the TV <laughs> show first. Guys, um, seriously, really, please just... Don't get me angry. You you really wouldn't like me if I was angry. Oh gosh, I'm getting so angry. I'm getting, I'm getting so angry right now. <laughs> Bam! Bam! <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, these bodies are. Their temperature hasn't dropped. They're charged with electricity. They're still kind of twitching, and their throats were crushed from the inside. And, Sounds uh, comfortable. <laughs> Mulder said, "Tell Scully it could be kind of like Carrie, kind of psychokinesis." And he somehow slipped his glasses underneath the fingers of one of these corpses. <laughs> Did they not notice that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna rub and, these dead fingers on my glasses. And he also managed to coat his glasses with uh, fingerprint powder somehow. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when he blows, when he breathes in them later, they've got like the dusting powder on them. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, back at the offices, uh, the secretary is so snooty to Lauren that ghost du- ghost boss dumps her coffee. Damn. She's a dick. She is the worst. And her hair is a mess, and it, she looks like she's balding, but she's not. No, she was just a creepy yeah. lady. Yeah. I just um, love the overacting. <laughs> the, yeah. The fact that she's whimpering like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's she, she's coffee. almost crying over yeah. her spilled coffee. Yeah. Um, and another thing, guys, um, I'm sorry, I'm lifting the embargo, but what the hell is everyone wearing in this scene? <laughs> Dude, this whole episode is <laughs> scary. From hair yeah. to clothes, it's just wrong. Oh, but wait, the, the secretary woman that spilled the coffee with like the with like the cravat thing and the hair, she oh, kind of looks God. like Benjamin Franklin. 
<laughs> you know what? Just a little bit. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Could he be her ancestor? <gasps> it's all tied together. <laughs> <laughs> so we meet uh, Uncle Bob, um, the other guy, the new boss, because, you know, we want, he thinks of her as family. And, you know, the, Howard was like a brother to him and Lauren was like a daughter to Howard. So this is Uncle Bob. So much mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's so creepy. And he gets a little insistent on her not leaving, and he gets a tightened watch or bracelet or something. It's the bracelet. <laughs> and I, I've got a question about this, because I, th- when this scene first started, I noticed he's wearing this weird jangly bracelet. <laughs> and then that's what gets seized, like, when, when uh, Ben Franklin attacks him uh, with his ghost powers. Is there, like, a string or something on the bracelet? Because I don't understand why that bracelet was there except to be attacked by a ghost. <laughs> Maybe it was like a pimp or something and he was <laughs> all blinking. Well, I just, yeah, I, was like, I just thought maybe they had like a wire to it or something. Like they were going to do some effect that either they didn't do or got cut or something. Because I don't, I don't know, know why else. this man is wearing a watch and a weirdo bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his bling bread. That is a ridiculous looking... Br- oh, wait, I see it right now. All right. Yeah. The ghost pulls the bracelet really tight. Yeah. So it's it's purely for effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not for a fashion statement. <laughs> but it's a really lame effect. <laughs> um, so at the uh, FBI headquarters, we find out the muggers were part of the Isfahan. Yeah. Isfahan. Yeah. I like when they're watching the video because Mulder says a daily visual recording is made of everyone that makes a transaction. And I'm like, so they have a surveillance camera. Like, just say that they have a surveillance camera. I didn't understand what all the extra words were for. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, well, first they go to the crime scene in, in Philly. And I love that Mulder spots this shifty old uh, getting money. <laughs> She's so shifty. Yeah. It's like, I'm not... I- Putting again, my social security check in tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Again, what is with these people wanting to deposit money at night? Yeah. <laughs> Don't deposit money into an ATM. Take money out. <laughs> uh, can we just go back and talk about the Isfahan thing for a second? Sure. Because, like, as if I wasn't sick of warmongering against Iran enough right now, <laughs> I gotta go back to 1993 and we're still doing this shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In why did they write? Why did they write this fucking episode to have a terrorist group called the Isfahan? Oh, it's named after a city in Iran. Why did you make up a terrorist group named after a city in Iran? That's like if somebody made. Oh, there's this terrorist group. They're called the New Yorkers. They're very <laughs> dangerous. Watch out for the terrorists, the New Yorkers. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm sick of it. So the Isfahan isn't that actually a real thing? No, it's yeah. like a major city in Iran. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I thought this whole this whole sub story was a bit, uh, you know, yeah, I, I did, it did, it actually didn't need to even be there. No. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, and it just kind all. of bored me a bit. I was like, it's, racism. Oh, why is it's this? just racism. Yeah, yeah. I don't it know why it was in there. Fuck that! <laughs> oh no, it's that evil terrorist group, the Londoners. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm the head of them. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, they're terrorists. You know the Londoners. Um, it's not people from London. It, they just name themselves after a city in in England. So it's it, we're not directly being racist. <laughs> we're getting Stop invaded by the Vermonters. Ah! 
Uh, okay, so <laughs> yeah, the Mulder and Scully review this tape. Uh, get the name of Lauren Kite. See that she's getting attacked, and um, we see a little blurry image of Ghost Boss show up on the the tape. So they go to Lauren's house. Which uh, side note: this was Sergeant Frank Briggs' house from Squeeze. Yeah, that's oh. right. They reuse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but it looked like she was drinking an upside-down Diet Pepsi. (laughs) It was a Diet Cola. It just happened to have the exact same logo as a Pepsi. But, like, (laughs) upside-down. Yep. And uh, she's entranced by the Benjamin Franklin quote until uh, she's interrupted by Mulder and Scully, who barge in and uh, ask her about the mugging. And (laughs) do you know who this person is in this this blur? (laughs) Yeah, this blur is... You mean the mug that flew by the camera? <laughs> it's a lens flare. And so it uh, seems that Ghost Boss doesn't want them intervening and uh, tries to dispatch them by uh, giving them some car troubles. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that that I... would be scary. That would be scary. Yeah. Like the car just to do whatever and then make me have an accident. The first time I watched this, I... I... I missed the part where like the like the gas pedal goes down on its own, mm-hmm. and I, I thought Mulder was actually trying to hit that car behind him. <laughs> I thought it was like those uh, NSA guys again. He was just trying to catch up with them. So I was confused at first. <laughs> How did nobody get injured? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Scully had a headache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, you think they would be more like they'd have whiplash or something? Yeah. So what actually is worse, uh, a headache from the DMV or a headache from the IRS? (laughs) Non-Americans don't need to answer this. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) They both suck. I would say IRS. So it's implied that IRS is bigger than DMV, but DMV is a pretty terrible place to be. They are. It's the DMV. It's the Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, Don't have a car. You don't got to worry about it. Oh, I don't have to worry about it. It's true. They'll never catch me. <laughs> uh, Mulder notices that the lights are still lit up from uh, the charge. And, um, well, Mulder thinks Lauren is either a carry or they're being haunted by Poldergeist. They're here. I thought the whole electricity thing with the, um, you know, is the after effects of the ghost. I thought that was quite cool. Like with the yeah. corpse earlier moving yeah. and the lights and stuff. I, I like that. But it's only just enough electricity. Never too mm. much. <laughs> Well, it's too much later when it's exploding the light bulbs. Yeah, because that's when it looks the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that scene. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, Scully's theory right here is that Lauren has just got an accomplice. Um, Technically, she does. <laughs> yes. Just a spooky accomplice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the office building's parking lot, uh, Mulder's taking photos, and we see, yeah... Uh, Lauren kind of flipping out about the parking spot being taken <laughs> by freaking yeah. Tom Braidwood, who is actually an assistant director on the X-Files. Um, his name, amongst other crew members, pop up a lot. Tom Tom Braidwood is one that shows up a lot, I think. Um, He's everywhere. And she's wearing, I'm sorry, she's wearing the highest-waisted pleated pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> With a snazzy vest. Uh, the next day, Mulder and Scully find out that Howard Graves committed suicide by slitting his wrists in a bathtub. 
And um, yeah, I'm gonna post this photo in the group. There's a I took a screenshot of the newspaper article that they're looking at. And I mean, this is written by uh, Morgan and Wong, and the last one they wrote was uh, Squeeze. And actually, the article above that suicide article is referencing somebody stealing livers. And <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah. Oh god, yeah. there's another one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. So the graveyard. Um... <laughs> well, is it just me, or I don't know why, but that creepy, creepy groundskeeper yeah, really reminded me of he he really reminded me of Mordecai out of Cabin in the Woods and I don't know why <laughs> I don't know I don't know why I don't know if he, he just reminded me of that actor yeah I called him Willie the groundskeeper of oddity and exposition <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, was cool. everything. Prospector. Yeah. yeah and he just knows everything about everybody and he remembers mm. things like because that kid's funeral, like the Graves' daughter's funeral, would have been like 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. But like he remembers he it. He, he doesn't remember where they're all buried and stuff. He Like, he knows details. He knows gossip. Yeah. Like, after <laughs> yeah. they've left the funeral, he knows what happens. <laughs> Weird. So now I was thinking, I actually was like, well, is she, maybe she is his daughter. Mm. Yeah, I thought that too. Because, I mean, obviously they were trying to hint at it, but yeah. Mm. So I think they did a good job, but as I said, it sort of you know, not you weren't sure exactly what was going on. Uh, let me run this by you guys. Uh, there was some cut lines here, um, and let me just see if you think this is this would have worked. Um, Scully actually asked Mulder in this scene, um, "Oh, you know, hey, what would what would be written on your gravestone?" And Mulder looks at her and goes, "No regrets." <laughs> so that was cut. <laughs> uh, I would okay. have loved to see that scene. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, Mulder's gonna get like he's gonna turn forty and buy a motorcycle and a shitty leather jacket <laughs> and then like die like going out of his driveway. Scully discovers that Lauren wasn't close with her own family. Mulder discovers one of his photos of Lauren at home has Ghost Boss behind her, and. I'm sorry, that photo kind of creeped me out. I was watching this late the first time. The one that was like, enhanced by 10. Enhanced by 10. Enhanced by 10. <laughs> yeah. And then it looked like a cardboard cutout of him in the window. Yeah. <laughs> it was creepy. It was like that ghost kid in Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh. When he was blurry, though, I thought that was really creepy. When you kind of yeah. you saw it, and kind of went, oh, there's a person. That was right. creepy. Yeah, I like that. But then once they... <laughs> Zoomed in, zoomed in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see uh, Lauren getting haunted by Howard Graves. They're, you know, going into the bathroom and seeing the bathtubs filled with blood. And So I just have to say something here, guys. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to keep bringing this up, but you do know who else makes blood appear in bathrooms, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Just saying. That is true. Building a case here. <laughs> For those of you who haven't been paying attention, that would be Penny the Wise the Clown that she's referencing. <laughs> yes. Penny Wise the Clown is behind it all. <laughs> I love all the weird noises that he makes to get her to come to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> it's all, it's like clanking. It sounds like Tombs is climbing through, like, the rafters again. <laughs> <laughs> That wouldn't be good either. And uh, in our first of many, or actually probably our third of many needless detours, we're at the National Bureau of Medical Examiners. 
<laughs> Just to ask if he's really, really dead. <laughs> and Ellen Bledsoe <laughs> is just not a fan of anybody who talks to her at all. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, this lady's uh, played by Lorena Gale, who I don't know if anybody remembers her from BSG or Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> She's got tons of sci-fi TV credits, and she actually shows up twice more on this series, and then one more time in the second movie. That's so, wow. the same character. Wow. No, no, no. She just plays different characters. <laughs> <sighs> That's awesome. <laughs> so Scully wants to test uh, some of those donated organs, and so we go to a next detour, this tissue bank. To find out that the organs have already been transplanted. They still have a little bit of spinal tissue, though. They're going to test that. Uh, so, back at the offices, Lauren's getting a goodbye party. Ugh. Oh, God. Killing me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that vest. <laughs> that, that is vest awful. Is like a, yeah, it was like a Christmas vest, but it wasn't. It just had, like, green triangle shapes on it. And then her hair, she totally had one of the ponytail twisters that they sold in the 90s. Because <laughs> it, like, was one of those, you know, I don't know if you, I had one one in the 90s. <laughs> like, you take your ponytail, and then, like, you put this little thing through, and, like, you pull your ponytail through, so it creates, like, this twist hmm. effect up your hair. It's ridiculous. And it was just exciting to see somebody have that. <laughs> it's like wow that's so 90s I love it <laughs> yeah. you know what else is so 90s in this office is you can always hear the sound of a dot matrix printer in the background yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> terrible <laughs> oh. um, so Uncle Bob is worried that Lauren's gonna blab and uh, he tries to grab her on the way out, but she gets away. And right outside his door, she sits down and calls Mulder just to sh- get in his face. Yep. Yeah. Why did he have to throw away the game there? Like, she? why threaten her? Yeah. He's not sure that she knows anything. <laughs> he seems to be sure, though. It's like, you're, you know what happened. And let me tell you a little bit more about it than you don't than you know already. <laughs> okay, here's my question. <laughs> did he send the guys to attack her at the ATM? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's what I yeah, thought. I think too. Mm-hmm. So, why, like, why is he waiting so long? He's he's tried to kill her once. It's been a few days. She's having her going away party. Now he's going to threaten her, <laughs> and later he's going to hire someone else to try and kill her. Why wait so long? Just get her dead. Right. You're only giving more time. <laughs> All right. Well, this just in at the tissue bank. Howard is actually dead. No, I think the exact line is Howard Graves is very much dead. Oh, there we go. There we go. I'm sure when you're born with that name, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at uh, Lauren's house, two uh, leather jacket wearing types pull up. Yes. <laughs> I love this scene. <laughs> Me too. Oh, no, the greasers are here. <laughs> Not the Jets. <laughs> First the Isfahan, then the Jets. No. In my notes, in my notes, I referred to the female one as Katniss just because of her plat. <laughs> She's just being... Uh, every stereotype wants to murder this woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
A ninja crashes through the window. <laughs> a pirate. Oh, <laughs> oh, are we going to get an episode with, like, ghost pirates? Because that would be amazing. Ghost pirates? Yeah. Oh, ghost pirates. Oh, they had, uh... oh, no, I can't say. It's a spoiler for another show. But it was it was almost as good as ghost pirates. <laughs> um... So, Ghost Dad secure, secures the... Or ghost, ghost, I wrote Ghost Dad. I meant Ghost Boss. <laughs> but hey, Ghost Dad. Ghost Founding Father. <laughs> he secures the door, but they get in. And uh, he cr- crushes one guy with a coffee table, then force chokes this girl like Darth Vader. And, and she was uh, like trying to escape because she saw the blur. And it's like trying to get out. Yeah. And then he starts to beat the guy up. And Mulder busts in to see the guy being levitated in the air, being choked to death, and then dropped. And then Scully comes in. <laughs> yeah, because yep. Scully was um, was she stuck in the car? <laughs> How do, I can't now. Is there child locks? How do I get out of here? Yeah, <laughs> I like, didn't know she was having trouble like getting the seatbelt off or something. Oh, yeah, I think like, it was uh, the seatbelt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. She was going for the seatbelt when Mulder was already like on the other side uh-huh. of the vehicle. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what happened. I was like, why is she taking so long? Oh, there's screams from inside the house. Oh, damn it, seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> How does this work? Don't wait for me, Mulder. Just you, you just run off. Jeez. Yeah. So of course Mulder gets to see everything. <laughs> I think this would have made more sense if he told her to go around back. You know, go around back. And then yeah, he goes in yeah. and she put bursts in, you know, from <laughs> the butt now. Um, but I loved it. I love seeing the guy being beat up by a ghost and then being, like, floating in the air. Yeah. <laughs> mm, it was cool. Yeah, it was like, finally, we get to see, like, some kind of paranormal something. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so Lauren is brought to the interrogation room. She's not talking. So we get another detour with these uh, secret agents showing up. And uh, turns out... HTG was uh, selling technology to Ishfahan, and uh, <laughs> then they try to interrogate her, but she doesn't budge. It's just like, why was this even? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, oh, we got some <laughs> time to she... fill. Let's get these other people in here. That have... what's what is her reason for being quiet? Because someone's trying to murder her because <laughs> she knows the yeah. secret. Yeah. Just tell the secret, and you're good. Right. Maybe it's because of the whole ghost boss involvement. You don't have to mention that, though. <laughs> you well, never that's the only have... reason she knows that he got murdered by the other guy, isn't it? Because of the ghost. You just lie. You say, Howard told me he was afraid for his life because <laughs> yeah, of okay. this other guy, the one that's trying to murder me and threatened me. <laughs> it's, people need to learn how to lie better. I more often. <laughs> It's like in the last episode, Mulder could have said something about like, oh, I saw this really, you know, scary person in the alleyway or whatever. And instead, he slams down a stick figure drawing and says, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she decides to open up to, to Mulder and Scully after Mulder calls her out and being haunted. And uh, so Howard was upset that the terrorists, he and Uncle Bob were selling the technology to actually did some terrorizing. And um, was murdered as a result. And so Scully says, you have to help us finish his unfinished business. And after she leaves the room, Mulder calls her out on pretending to believe. And I thought it was pretty obvious that that's what she was doing. Like, Mulder should have 
realize that. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why he didn't realize she was using a, like, cop tactic. Yeah. Like a police tactic. <laughs> yeah, but I think Mulder had, like, a paranormal boner for a second. <laughs> yeah, he, like, she was like... nonsense? That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, like, he was upset that, you know, Scully was kind of, instead of, you know, trying to capture some sort of uh, phenomenon... Uh, happening, they, he, she actually wanted to solve the case. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> so, um, also, can we talk about this yeah. this nonsense that this ghost is pulling off? So he was super <laughs> upset um, that um, after he sold weapons to um, a, uh, a foe who ra- a, a super racist uh, made up terrorist organization, <laughs> um, that they were killing people. But um, his ghost is all cool with murdering anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, not only I have I had a problem even going before that, which was this is supposedly a year long investigation, which means that this has been going on for over a year. <laughs> and Howard was just starting to cry and be upset when they killed a couple of sailors in Florida. But the whole <laughs> thing that happened a year ago that started the investigation. No big deal. Yeah. I was like, this guy. <laughs> I just didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, then- also. I mean, it doesn't really matter because we know the ghost isn't Howard. It's Benjamin Franklin, obviously, <laughs> from all the clues we're given. So, but still, yeah, super sketch to the max. So, you guys like uh, Scully rallying the troops to go bust in his office? Scully taking the reins of the whole FBI? Pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, and Mulder and Scully decided to bring Lauren along to help. <laughs> Nothing's going to go wrong here. Uh <laughs> So the FBI swarms the offices, and uh, they go into uh, Uncle Bob's office, and uh, they can't find anything. Case is blown. Oh, no. But then uh, (laughs) Uncle Bob's like, no, no, I could get away with this, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Ghost Boss uh, chokes him out and then uh, destroys the lights and gets the leaf blower going. (laughs) Yay! <laughs> yeah, my note was flying paper. Is it scarier than flying leaves? <laughs> I'd love for when Scully opened the door, there's just Pennywise running around in a circle with his leaf Like how much paper was on that floor? <laughs> yes, it was like First of all, where did it all come from? <laughs> and I love because if there's a cut, and then we come back and there's all the paper, which is the best. <laughs> but also. If there was that much paper in the room, why weren't they taking that out with everything else they were taking? <laughs> Maybe that was just his recycling. <laughs> and how did they not end up with a million paper cuts? That's <laughs> true. Seriously. That scene actually reminded me of the, or almost the final scene of the classic uh, BBC One horror film, uh, Ghost Watch. Oh, I haven't seen Ghost Watch in years. Yeah. With the lights blowing and the uh, paper running around. Oh yeah! Oh, that's mm. awesome. I have to rewatch that now. You have to might have to explain what Ghost Watch is for our international. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghost Watch was a fake documentary, but our witch style, but done nice. on the BBC in the early nineties. Hmm. And it's, I believe, it's st- it still is the single most complained about program. Mm. Also, the single drama most complained about BBC. program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because people thought it was real. (laughs) (laughs) There's documented documented evidence of the program 
causing post-traumatic stress disorder in children. Oh my god. <laughs> I gotta track yeah. that down. Yeah. It's good. It's quite dated. When was it done? Was it the 70s or 80s? I can't remember. Uh, 1992. Oh, 92? 92. Wow. I thought it was like a lot earlier than that for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some I'll try if, it, if any like of it's the old days. It's the old days, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was it was a different time as we can tell by the fashion in this episode. <laughs> um, if I can find if I can find a clip of it, I'll put it on the Facebook group. Cool. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, now what was the point of him hiding like his one piece of evidence on this disc behind like the wall, behind the wallpaper? Was it a disc? Yeah. I thought it was pa- a passport, but no, I thought it was a disc. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a blue three point five floppy. Ah, yep. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> At this point, I'm like watching the last few minutes, going, "Come on!" <laughs> I think we have four ah. minutes left here. <laughs> he wouldn't exactly be able to get to that in a hurry if he needed to remove it, would he? No. And did no one notice when he repapered his his, his office? Yeah. <laughs> and had a disc behind the wallpaper? <laughs> yeah, because it had to kind of, like, stick out, right? Like, <laughs> those floppies were not uh, thin. Hmm. It would have it had some little bulge there. Um, so, that's not what she said, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the next scene, Lauren says she's basically getting the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And who'd blame her? And yeah, fastest exit ever. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I was instantly thinking, I think because I've seen too many episodes of Supernatural, so Tammy, you have to tell me <laughs> the same thing, that the ghost was bonded to that little Benjamin Franklin quote thing. So she, like, that's when he started following her because, like, they would have to destroy that because that's what the ghost was haunting and that's why it followed her. This was the first time I watched it, and then that's... I thought that he had followed her to her new job because of the little... He was bonded to the little Benjamin Franklin quote. It's a good <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, inspired by Benjamin Franklin, uh, Mulder asks Scully to go see the Liberty, Be- Liberty Bell with him. And, uh, yeah, I guess she's, she's going. Date night. <laughs> At night. Yeah, date night. <laughs> yeah. And then in the last scene in Nebraska, Lauren's working at her new in- new insurance company, and the <gasps> boss is yelling at her. And uh oh, coffee shaking. Because she does a rubbish job. She brings the report what half an hour late. <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, we got to talk about it again. Go ahead. Everyone in this office. What is everyone in this office wearing? <laughs> She looks like a couch. The old woman's got Pentecostal <laughs> hair. She's got a cravat. <laughs> the old woman in the coffee machine looks like she's wearing a jigsaw puzzle. What is happening? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Um, James Wong, one of the writers on this episode, uh, says, It wasn't a great script. I thought the director did a good job with it. It was entertaining, but not my favorite episode. The network wanted a more, a lot more relatable things. Originally, we made this girl a lot more interesting, but because they wanted relatable things, we made her a secretary, and it wasn't really involving. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Originally, we made this girl a lot more interesting, <laughs> but because they wanted relatable things, we made her a secretary. Secretaries are known to be boring. Oh, wow. She was a stunt motorcycle rider. <laughs> All right, she was so... by the ghost of William Howard Taft. <laughs> yeah, she would have she woken up and been like, help me out of this bathtub. 
Help me out of this bathtub. I can't get out of this bathtub. I'm too huge to fit inside it. Oh, man. Ghost. Well, we better hurry this episode along because, you know, everybody's waiting for the feedback section. So uh, um, let's get out with Monster Runway. The ghost of Howard Graves. Uh, scary. Uh, in that little photo it was. That photo was. Well, I don't... I mean, he can kill you. So yeah. I think that's pretty scary. He, he destroys yeah. your throat from the inside. Yeah, yeah. that is scary. <laughs> He's got the I powers of Darth scared. Vader, so I'm scared. I, yeah. Creative? Uh, it's a ghost. He's still <laughs> ghosty things. Yeah, he does ghost-like things. It's not like he's, he does anything. Ghosts he seems are so- ridiculously powerful for... I don't know. I don't know much about ghost lore, but seeing as he was a new ghost, <laughs> he was, like, really powerful. Can we just all agree that ghost is the silliest thing we've talked about on the X-Files thus far? <laughs> <laughs> ghosts are the most ridiculous... Like, a Bigfoot, aliens... I can comprehend... Like, where someone could make up something like that? A ghost is the silliest. <laughs> a ghost. A ghost. What the fuck is a ghost? It, it's a, what are you a, saying, Brad? It's a spirit. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a blur. <laughs> what is it? They're like, well, it's it, it, it's the spirit. Uh, I'm, I'm what like, is a spirit? A, a spirit is like... The, you can't just use uh, the same word. The, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say a spirit is something. A spirit is like the, the um, your soul. What is a soul? <laughs> a soul is that inner life force inside you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you mean blood? Um, what? I suggest you rent ghost. <laughs> and ghost dad and ghost dad <laughs> sex ghost appeal dad. of Howard Graves uh, I mean I think he had it going on when he was alive Benjamin Franklin Did I he? mean he had, was with a lot of whores <laughs> <laughs> was he was he trying to get sexy with uh, Lauren do you think I know he oh, thought yeah, about I her like a father yeah but it was yeah, a bit I, incestuous yeah I, yeah I think they totally were hooking up for <laughs> before he died, at least. Uh, I would say zero sex appeal because yeah. the yeah. ghost. <laughs> and he ate Patrick's Wazy. <laughs> <laughs> zero sex appeal that was actually going to minus figures because he is a ghost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no sexy ghosts. Uh, not in this one. episode. No. This <laughs> no. uh, I'm trying to think of a sexy ghost and I can't think of any. There were, oh, there was a sexy lesbian ghost in UK uh, Buffy ripoff Hex. She was quite hot. All right. <laughs> I've got Robin's attention with sexy lesbian ghost. Keep talking. No. <laughs> all right. So who won this episode? Scully all the Scully. way. Scully? Yeah. First of all, she was making fun of Mulder almost the whole episode, which was great. <laughs> what, like Carrie? What are you talking about, Mulder? <laughs> Yeah, we have to solve a crime, you dumbass. We can't go hunting for yeah. ghosts. It was yeah. great. I think Mulder, because he got to see a paranormal event. He sees a paranormal event every week. Yeah, he saw a UFO before. That's true. But I mean, he can't remember, but, you know. He doesn't give me bragging rights. He just gets to go on, like, being tortured by his wacky theories. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I was going to say Mulder, too, but uh, I'm sorry. Scully just, she was the only one staying focused. Yeah. <laughs> 
and she led an FBI team. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I, Scully. Exactly. Oh, well, that's true. She did. With, all right. All right. I was going to say, she if Scully, if Scully wins this week because she is remaining focused at, and Mulder doesn't for seeing a paranormal event, I don't know if, if that's even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will give it okay. to Scully for leading an FBI team and being badass. Also, Scully Mulder. Was a badass, yeah. Mulder's also, his insurance is also going to go up because he ran into a car backwards. <laughs> <laughs> It's obviously that uh, Scully won because in the, one of the very first scenes, Scully could tell that Mulder was lying. <laughs> but, later, but later on, uh, Mulder can't tell, well, had to go at her for not wanting to believe. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. So, it's true. All right. So field reports, our feedback section. Um, the next half of our podcast. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And we just got another one in from uh, Ina at the last yep. minute. <laughs> but none from our silent podcast host. She was really yeah. silent this week. Yeah. So we have three emails and six voicemails. <laughs> wow. Well. Um, so um, let's see. Well, the first one actually came in kind of late um, and is really related to Shadow. So I'll read it. It's from Nuchas. And um, she says, hi, everybody. I'm really enjoying the podcast. It's a lot of fun. And since I just started watching X-Files myself, it works really well. I've seen one or two episodes of the show before in the last movie, which is pretty good, but never got into the X-Files when it was on because too many people were fanatical about it. Their fanaticism scared me away. <laughs> Scrapbooks. <laughs> Thanks to Netflix, I can go back and watch from the beginning. And so far, so good. And I hope it gets better. I'm sure it will. Um, my watching is slowed down due to being very busy and not getting TV time with my husband. Um, we're watching together. He watched it live. And I'm starting to fear the podcast will pass me on and will have to refrain from listening or reading the Facebook group. So far, I'm okay, but at episode 13, but there is still a worry. What? <laughs> we're not at episode 13. I don't know. <laughs> she, I think she's at episode 13, but she oh. thinks we're going to pass her up at some point. All right. Oh. Okay. Um, she says this next part may be a spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler at all. Um, it's just something maybe you can look out for, just like, you know, Mulder seeing paranormal events and Scully not. Um, she says, um, a friend once told me if Scully has her gun, she's safe. But anytime Scully is in any real danger, her gun is far, far away. As I watch this show, I think this is dead on. What do you think? I haven't noticed that yet, but we'll have to keep a lookout for it. Uh, the only one I'm remembering is when um, the uh, NSA, NSA guys uh, stormed into her hotel room and her gun was like across the hotel room. Yeah. Or in the, uh, um, in uh, was it Deep Throat? When she, she like leaves the hotel room, right. she leaves her gun and that guy that's oh, pretending yeah, that's to be right. the reporter. <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we have some voicemail here, and uh, the first one is um, our uh, pensive cola feedback from Des and her tiny, tiny child, Skylar. <laughs> I believe <laughs> it says here in the actual email, um, she actually wrote, what, what? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that means. But, I mean. Hello, intro talks. This is Des. This is Sky. Yes, 
And we're reporting in from Pensacola. What, what? <laughs> Pensacola. What, what? <laughs> um, so we just watched Shadows. Uh, what did you think of that, Skylar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how, how they were all like, well, we can't enhance it. And they were like, we're going to do that fake enhancing thing later anyways with our better pictures. Yeah, that's mm, it wasn't really a thing. I don't think you get those grainy little, those grainy shitty little um, cameras on the ATMs in 1993. You could not enhance that. There were not enough. They were like, "Is that a person?" I'm like, "No, it's a blur." (laughs) Doesn't even look like a person. Did you like the episode? I guess. I mean, I mean, I don't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy watching it, but it wasn't. Compared to the other episodes, it was probably one of the best ones. (laughs) Really? Yes. We've only watched like five. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite, um, but yeah, um, I don't remember what else I had to Sleeping say about this. With each other. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Skylar and I both have a theory that that um Mulder and Scully are sleeping together secretly. Um I think I said something to Skylar when we were watching episode two and I was like, Oh man, they are totally sleeping together. Yeah, but see the thing is, yeah, they're sleeping together. But that's because not in a sex way. They're just sleeping together at night because they're scared of all the scary things they see all day. And like Mulder's afraid he's gonna wake up and like I don't know, his sister's gonna be gone or get her so Scully's gonna disappear like his sister, so they have to sleep together all cuddled up like children or something oh but they're not having sex no they're not having sex <laughs> okay no because that would be gross there <laughs> there, there you have it this kind of just sex is gross and boys have cooties <laughs> yes we all know that um okay especially brad <laughs> anything else you want to say about this episode uh, make it stop <laughs> oh, it... i'm just saying like season two better be good or i'm done <laughs> So you'll give it to season two before you give it up? Well, you're like, season one's not as good as I remembered. I remember all these good episodes. I'm like, you just remember the sex episodes that are going to come up. <laughs> oh, I wish I could comment, but I can't. Um, there, that is a comment. There's like, okay, there's certain episodes that I remember, and I'm like, oh, I really like that episode. But none of them are in season one. And so far, yeah, these episodes aren't the best of the series, definitely. Um, I, I'm still enjoying it. It's kind of a, um, it's not a slow show, but you know what I mean? It's not like, stuff's not happening constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know how I'm trying to say, but. I know what you mean, but that's because I live with you. Okay. Um, I like, I got the Poltergeist reference. I was proud of myself. Yes, because I made her watch it when she was 13. And I couldn't sleep for a week with and light off. apparently that was too soon for Skylar. It was terrifying. And I didn't even watch the parts with the maggoty meat and the face peeling. Spoilers, <laughs> by the way. I just rewatched it recently and it wasn't as scary, but it was still crazy. I told you it wasn't scary. It's like the clown doll and the cl- I don't do closets. You don't do closets either. You understand. I also don't do shower curtains. The scene where the girl was going into the bathroom she and the shower so curtain was Close? Hell no. Shackers in my house stay open because I don't know why it's stupid. No one's going to be hiding in my shower. But, you know, well, I Well, you just, get a clear shower curtain. Yes, I like the clear shower curtains so I can see there's no one hiding in it. That's an irrational fear I have that I know has no basis in fact. I almost died this morning because I was showering and the power flickered. Oh my god. Died isn't, I mean, like I almost peed on myself and cried. 
And um, I had a little fun scare also when we were watching this episode. It was the part where she was going to the bathroom and <laughs> the, the guy, you know, was like, no, don't give me. And she's like, she got a baseball bat and it was all tense and scary. And then Skylar, like, you know, jumped and kicked me and uh, startled the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, and I went raw. Because every time I watch a scary movie, it gets tense and she goes, raw, and grabs me and scares me. So it's my turn. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it's a fun way to watch X-Files. Yes. Uh, even though it's broad daylight and nothing scary is happening right yeah, now. but it'll get dark. You'll be alone in your bed. <laughs> yes, I will. Because I'm a loser and I don't have a molder or a scully to cuddle with at night. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I've got stuffed animals. Okay. You can get a cat. <laughs> no. All right. Um, well, let's wrap this up because we've veered off into... Wrap it up like a Christmas <laughs> present. What? <laughs> yes. Yes, we will wrap it up like a Christmas present. Our gift to you, Intro Talks, and listeners of Intro Talks, the gift of it's our not feedback. Like listens for the podcast. They all listen for us. I know, I know. Okay, right? yeah, that's what they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you guys next week. I know you can't wait. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> they should have their own feedback segment. They should. <laughs> so they're going to throw me under the bus. Call me yeah. out. Yet they're going to air their psychological issues in an open forum. I'm just saying. It's like, Don't listen to Skylar. She is just a child. She doesn't know what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's like, you know, they like start talking about the episode. And then they're like, let's break it down into some discussion. So here's where I'm at at the series. So I'm thinking maybe a hand a little bit there and this. And this is scary, but this is not scary. And this, oh, here's a little story. Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love it. Then I look at the timer. I'm like, oh, it's not even halfway done yet. <laughs> <laughs> they need uh, to start Pensacola cast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like what's happening in Pensacola and, you know. All the hot Pensacola facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Moira. Hello, and it's Davis. Yes, and we just finished watching Shadows. Yeah, we did. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, what we thought of this one. Well, you were just making fun of it, yeah, calling it paranormal activity, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess uh, they sort of have a theme on this show where they don't. Like, where they, they sort of solve the case, or at least everyone who's not Mulder is happy with it. But then they show us a scene where we're not really sure anymore. Because um, in this one, I'm not sure whether that coffee cup at the end was being controlled by the ghost of Graves, or if it was a truck. Like, they made it totally ambiguous as to whether she's happy and it's over, or whether they want to bring it back. And I don't really like that. Oh, well, I thought they were implying that it was a truck, because she looked relieved when the woman mentioned, Oh, every time a truck goes by, everything shakes. You need to get a new office. Yeah, maybe. And then she looked at the sign that she took from Graves' office, yeah. which maybe he's, like, hanging around. Like, yeah. I don't... Well, I think the idea is they, they leave us with this paranormal behavior. Because clearly, there was suppo- we're supposed to believe that the ghost of Graves actually helped them find the CD. Like, clearly. Well, he obviously... Obviously. Yeah. So, that was not ambiguous whatsoever. Naturally, however, Dana Scully sees none of it. Yeah. <laughs> you were pointing that out in the episode <laughs> Yeah, earlier, like how, right? how when, when they hear, uh, <laughs> when they hear what's her name, the girl Lauren, yeah well, Lauren, yeah when yeah. we hear her screaming in her house because she's being attacked by those two guys and then uh graves ghost is killing them um Mulder and scully pull up in their car Mulder gets out runs around the other side gets to the door <laughs> and i guess scully's just like still sitting in the car she's powdering like, nails. She, she's like like she doesn't move i mean i don't even understand what kind of partner in the fbi would just be like 
No, no, run into that dark house where someone's screaming. I'll just wait here because my car door might be stuck. <laughs> so she, she conveniently is delayed in her arrival. Just always misses always it. Always misses seeing the par- you know the man being strangled and held off the floor. Like, I wish they'd give us an actual, like, reason every time that yeah. she's not around. Like, if they want her to not see it, at least make it more believable than, well, she has to, you know... Get out of the car and walk carefully in her heels. <laughs> okay. So. And then, of course, it's the old, at the end scene there, the old slamming the door of the office so that, you know, no one can get in or out. And yeah. all the, and all the um, papers, papers can fly around just like poltergeist, right? Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, but naturally, it's Mulder who sees all this. Everything. Not, not Scully. Um, well, because otherwise they wouldn't have a premise for the whole show. Because if they were both <laughs> believers, they just work together <laughs> I, on every I case. Guess. But, I mean, once again, you know, he jumps to these conclusions, and he says, oh, it must be some kind of paranormal activity. It's before not, we yeah. really had a reason to believe that. It happened that. twice this episode. <laughs> when the first time, he had, like, very little evidence, um, and he immediately knew yeah. that something was up. And then the second time, he was like, well, clearly, I've put all the pieces together yeah, now, because yeah, this yeah. grainy picture might show a person in it. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, Dana <laughs> says, okay, so Graves is still alive. Mulder says, oh, it must be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it is, it's a bit comical, but... Um, oh, and at the end, okay, my other thing, off topic a bit, but at the very end, when he's going on about the Liberty Bell and wanting to see it, and my whole read on that is, Mulder just wants to spend time with Scully after hours. Yeah, okay, but it's, it's like they don't even have enough time in an episode to satisfy all our questions and make it so that they haven't, like, frustrated us with these little things. Right. So, like, why are they wasting, like, five <laughs> seconds at the end to try and make, like, character development happen? Yeah, build a romantic <laughs> interest. I think because that's probably what the fans want to see. I don't know. Okay, well... Uh, if you had to rate this one? Uh, I don't know. Five, maybe? Yeah, five, five out of ten. ten crack Liberty Bells. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It, uh, gets, no, no, no. Fi- okay. it gets five out of ten Poltergeist-esque scenes. <laughs> okay. Terrible movies. Okay, uh, five out of ten, um, uh, what's the word? Levitated, uh, Corpses? letter openers. No, levitated oh, oh, letter openers. Oh, that part. That would be mine. Anyway, yeah, only a five. It was... Yeah, whatever. It was okay. We've whined about it enough, I guess. Okay, well, was, that's what we thought. exactly average, yeah. <laughs> yeah, average. Yeah. That's what we thought. Um, we will, you know, watch again next week and talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. I've told Moira that Davis has to guest on a, an episode next season. Yeah, definitely. Um, we have a... You uh, have no e- choice, Davis. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is from Terry. Greetings. Question, could they have gotten a better actor than Mr. R? Who's Mr. R? <laughs> oh, oh, the, the, uh, one of the bums there, or the junkie people. Oh. They're like, ah! He seems so bummed out over the body that he did not see above him and blonde homeless girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, oh, can you come help us? We are so unhappy you are here. Get out of here. Does Mulder know? Does Mulder know the exact airtime to everywhere in the U.S.? Yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> does he? Does he study like the the flight plans? Yeah, he takes a lot of planes. Mm, okay. He knows all Mid- the air facts. <laughs> Mid East extremist? Wouldn't they kill her in her sleep in a parking lot? Maybe in front of an ATM camera. <laughs> <laughs> the caretaker is my vote for the monster of the week. After all, he is the last one with the bodies. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Hey, creepy man, with an office full of people, 
what was you gonna do? <laughs> Scully, it's a seatbelt, but sure enough, it will keep you from seeing that man hanging in the air. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Overall, it's not too bad of an episode. I give it five creepy caretakers. Thank you. Oh, thank Terry Squirrel Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we got an email from Squirrel Hell. Thank you, Terry. Yay for Squirrel Hell. <laughs> uh, all right, so this next one's from Matt and Mel. I'm going to admit that I fell asleep. Yeah, but it's only because you're a little bit tipsy. Huh? I only had like one glass of wine. <laughs> We're recording, by the way. Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, I get really sleepy, guys, when I drink wine. <laughs> so Mel fell asleep during this episode, but I thought it was a good one. From what you saw, did you like it? I did. I have some really hard-to-read notes. I have no idea what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about some lady that was creeped out by Mulder. Wait. Oh yeah, was it the? Wasn't it at the bank machine? Mulder was like looking oh, at some old lady, yeah. and she's like turns around. She's like, oh, and she runs away. <laughs> As if she's, like, the creepiest guy in the world. She sees right through him. Yeah, she has pervert radar. Yeah. <laughs> we have more evidence that he was a pervert in this episode. Who else owns a telescopic lens for the camera? <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> I found the start, like, the... I don't know if you would call that a, a prologue or a teaser to the mm. beginning of the episode. I don't know what it would be, but anyways, it was kind of bad. It was kind of just vague. Just the, the thing, the the name moved, and I was like, oh no, a magnet ghost? And then the song <laughs> came on, ghost. and I was like, okay. <laughs> well, it made me think it was a ghost. And then later on, they introduced the idea of maybe some sort of kinesis. They said psychokinesis. What's the difference between psychokinesis and telekinesis? I always thought moving stuff with your mind was telekinesis. But it wasn't that. It was a ghost, which is good, because I like ghost stories mm. better than than uh, brain stories. <laughs> yeah. Brain power stories. Oh, it would yeah. have been cool, though, if it ended up being like a guy with a huge head. <laughs> Giant, grotesque, Giant brain. <laughs> grotesquely swallen head, man. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that, that'll, I'm sure, there's seven seasons, I'm sure that'll come up. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think seven seasons, isn't it? Mm, no, it's like Ooh. nine. Oh, I nine thought. I thought, but I could be wrong. Whatever. Cor- correct us, guys. One thing that I found was funny when uh, Scully was saying that uh, those muggers robbed the lady of like $40. And then later on, she was like, why would they rob her of $40 or something like that? And then uh, later on, she's like, I was depositing my paycheck. And I'm like, is your paycheck $40? <laughs> that's terrible. Qu- that's questionable. That is questionable. But I didn't find much for a questionable quote. But uh, This episode actually made sense. But isn't Mulder always kind of questionable? Yeah, everything he says is questionable. Yeah. Scully did say one thing. She showed a picture, and she's like, have you ever seen this person before? And I was like, that's not a person. That's a smudge. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. What about that creepy woman that was like talking to Mulder and Scully? That creepy woman that was like, Howard Graves is very dead. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was a creepo woman. Yeah, I don't know what her job was, but it, I don't know, but she had a weird delivery. It's affecting her. Creepo. <laughs> the other weird guy with the job is a. Uh, that grave digger or whatever. He knows the story of every single person in there. What? <laughs> yeah, just ask me anything about any of these people's <laughs> lives. I know it all. Mm. Weird. Anyways. Weird. Back to the effects. Yeah, uh, the back, the bathtub full of blood was really cool. And uh, when the ghost was killing those hitmen, that was awesome. We're running way too We're long. We're running long, so let's rate it. I can't rate it. I'm going to rate it a question, question mark wine glasses out of ten. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't 
it. <laughs> well, take my word for it. It was a good episode. All right. I get, might I might finish it eventually. Yeah, I'm I just gonna, didn't have time. I'm going to give it crushed vertebrae up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Later. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Mo. According to Wikipedia, psychokinesis, it actually says right at the top, telekinesis redirects here. So I'm assuming they're the same <laughs> thing. Um, so we have an email from John. All right. Since this podcast has become 90% feedback, I'll try to be brief. Thank you. <laughs> Number one, this was a very Scooby- Scooby-Doo-like episode. It was. <laughs> Number two, Mulder has fingerprint powder breath handy. That's a good power to have. Uh, number three, Robert Dorland's secretary certainly had an emotional reaction when that cup spilled. I guess that's what you get for keeping open mugs of sulfuric acid on your desk. <laughs> it was such a nice mocha color of sulfuric acid. Uh, number four, I don't know. I don't know if the date on the surveillance video has any special meaning to Chris Carter, but nine twenty two ninety three was my twenty first birthday. Oh. I am old. Oh. <laughs> Number five. Was that the creepiest groundskeeper ever? Yes. Yes, it was. (laughs) Number six. Robert Dorland isn't very good at manhandling Lauren. Of course not. He's got to worry about his bracelets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Seven. Lastly, why destroy the evidence when it's obviously much easier to put on a floppy disk and put it behind the wallpaper in your office? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Until next week, John. Cheers. Yay. Thanks, John. All right, this next one's from Claire. Claire? <laughs> taking it to hey, the streets. I've, I've been taking it to the streets this week. Thank you very much. <laughs> this first one's with Zoe. Uh, yep, we, I took it to the streets with Zoe uh, this afternoon in the pub. Cool. I am in Woody's Bar and Pub, I think it's called, with Zoe. Zoe B. Zoe B. Zoe Burgess. Whatever. <laughs> and and we are, we're taking it to the streets, or in this case, the pub again. And we are going to... Uh, and Zoe's going to tell us about her thoughts on shadows. Go. <laughs> on the spot. Okay. So, shadows. Actually, I've got a bit to say about shadows, because I watched it earlier. Shadows, for me, is the episode that shows you how much... Mulder's a bit of a douchebag and a big girl. And Scully clearly <laughs> why? won't... Say why. Well... Okay, so my pet peeve about this episode is, apart from Mulder being uh, just obsessed with trying to find a ghost and thinking he's Egon from the Ghostbusters when he clearly isn't and doesn't actually do any FBIing at all, mm-hmm. it's actually Scully that does it all. Um, it's a bit when they go to get their stuff out the back of the car after the accident. Scully hauls out a giant like holder, which is about the size of her, and happily walks down the road of it. Mulder has a briefcase. I mean, like, really? Like, are you that weak, Mulder, that at six foot whatever, you can't pick up the big bag? He's got no chivalry. Maybe it was a very heavy briefcase. Yeah, probably not being Mulder. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's useless. So Scully clean the episode was wearing trousers because she could carry the heavy bag. She was also all, like, take charge and don't touch those documents and... You do what I say and listen to me. And Mulder just kind of wandered around and turned up in rooms where light bulbs exploded. <laughs> Which was pretty much yeah. all he did for that episode. And, look, yeah, he was, he was an absolute muppet. 
<laughs> really, it's all I can say about Mulder. Mulder was a Muppet. Turned up in rooms going, ooh, something's floating. Ooh, it's exploding. And Scully was all like, I shall do actual things. And then Scully was all like, she believes it, so therefore I will pander to her beliefs and help her come to realise things. Which I thought was a really nice thing to her too. If she believes in it, then that will help us solve the case. And Mulder's like, how could you ruin the case? We'll never catch the ghost. Uh, what's more important? Catching the ghost to prove science, which is meant to be Scully's thing anyway, or helping a woman come to terms with the shit that's happening to her and being able to move on. Mm-hmm. So, Scully was actually in the better place the whole episode. Yet, for some <laughs> unknown reason, at the very end of the episode, Scully somehow agreed to be on a date with Mulder to the Liberty Bell. And he really didn't deserve that date. I'm um, yay, because I'm a Mulder Scully shipper, but it was too soon, and Mulder didn't deserve to go on a date to the Liberty Bell. So, so how many Muppet Mulders would you give it out of ten? <laughs> I'm going to give it... Eight Muppet Moulders, because he was a big-ass Muppet, but then he did ask Scully <laughs> out at the end of the episode to make up for the lack of chivalry carrying the bag. A bell. a bell that she was actually bored by. It's not even a very good date, is <laughs> She clearly has seen it. Yeah. Cool. Thanks very much. Uh, would you like to, to sign off, Zoe? <laughs> I'm signing off. Yay! Yay! <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Zoe. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. Oh, also, Zoe is going into hospital next week, so can we all wish her the best? Um, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> kind of twisting our arms into it. Well, arm. while she's recovering, we're going to watch uh, next week's episode together, so we might have a, a little snippets of commentary, hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. All right, and the next one, um, Claire takes it to the streets yet again. And we were literally on the streets for this one because we were walking <laughs> along the road. <laughs> Hello. We're doing Taking It to the Streets feedback for Intro to X, and I am with... Um, Chris. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. I'm trying to find somewhere to put my torch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not a euphemism. <laughs> Um, so we just watched Shadows, um, and I'm not going to say that much, but what did you think? Well, you came up with some good observations I mean, about it's it. It's been my third or fourth viewing of Shadows over the course of about 18 years. Um, what observations did I have? Like, the boss looked like he'd been inflating his face. <laughs> the destroyed office reminded me of the office of the ghost of Sir Ian Whitaker from um, Look Around. And we checked, one. and it was. It yeah, was. It actually was that. Um, we like the anti-Mulder and Scully oh, shadow yeah. versions. <laughs> well, they, they um, Morgan and Wong wrote this. They clearly had a, a thing where they've got, well, we've got our male and female double act, we've got Mulder and Scully. So they had the, like, the other ones who represented some people we don't know who they are and they can't <laughs> say anything. And there was also the, the, the thugs. Yeah. The thug Mulder and Scully. <laughs> um, so oh, I, we like the idea that the... Um, the other mysterious agents get their own spin-off show where they cover shit up. Yeah. Uh, the, the plaus- what did we call it? The plausible Files. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the episode, it flashes up, trust us, everybody. Um, and then we thought it would be FBI backwards. Yeah, the which IBF. Which would be IBF, which is in- Investigative Bureau of Fuckery, which is what I suggested. <laughs> and um, but I don't know what your um, explicit tag is, so I just came up with... Um, <laughs> It was, um, uh, I can't remember now, but anyway. Investigative Bureau of Fraud- Fraudulence yeah. or something. Something of that um, nature. Yeah. And, um, the, but what I noticed in this episode more for the first time 
Uh, not, not that I've noticed it for the first time watching it. I mean, in a subsequent X-Files episodes, a thing happens where Scully is famous for entering a room or, like, looking in the wrong direction <laughs> while anything <laughs> weird is going on. So you got your villain guy hanging in the air, and um, he drops, and it is two seconds between him dropping and Scully coming in the room yeah. and going, well, nothing weird happened in here. And we timed it, and it literally was. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna look out for that in subsequent episodes. I think definitely. Yeah. Also, she she left um, she left the office before it, gave, it got spooked up, and um, yeah, you know, they found the creepy evidence behind the flock wallpaper. <laughs> that was a bit out of place. Anyway, I'd have gone straight to that. So what what do you think you would give that out of ten? Out of ten, see, I actually think it is quite a solid little spooky. I enjoyed it more this time, definitely. Yeah, yeah. precisely. But that that Middle Eastern angle really comes to nothing, and I always forget it's part of it. Yeah, the sort of bad yeah. terrorism business. So it's a, it's pretty average. So let's go with that and call it a five. A five. Yeah. Would you give it five. Five. Evil Muldrons skies out. Of 10? Yes, I would. Um, <laughs> I'd have to. Oh, the five yeah. Sir Ian Whitakers. Yes, out of, out ten. of ten. That's a good one. Right. Thanks. Bye. I hope you send us some more feedback and be on season two. I will. I was going to write a song for every episode, and then I didn't. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my territory. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, awesome. And we have one more voicemail for our voicemail episode. Um... <laughs> It's from Ina. She says, here's some audio feedback for the episode Shadows. I thought I forgot to mention one thing. Why on earth did it take Scully so long to get out of the car? Was the seatbelt possessed by a vengeful ghost? Or was the car door perhaps too heavy for our littlest FBI agent? We may never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's Ina. I'm excited we get to hear Ina's lovely accent. <laughs> we, Howard Taft, possessed the seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, intro to X. This is Ina from Norway. I have some feedback for you for the episode Shadows. I thought this was a better episode than the last one. Um, there was a lady who appeared to have uh, psychokinetic powers, but uh, it turned out it was actually a poltergeist ghost of her former boss. A poltergeist who can apparently show up in photos and do a bunch of stuff, kill people and... And uh, it seemed to me that the plaque with the quote from Benjamin Franklin was where he was connected to the poltergeist in some way. I don't know <clears throat> if we're supposed to assume that um, the ghost sort of resided in that uh, thing that um, Lauren took with her at the end. Um, I thought it was an interesting episode. Um, I have to question how smart it is to, instead of staying at the work where there's a lot of people, uh, you go home alone after telling your boss that uh, you know he killed uh, your former boss and uh, revealing everything. You know he's going to send someone to kill you and you go home instead of staying where there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, interesting. So uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, Mulder and Scully moments, there wasn't a lot of humor, but I like that they went to see the Liberty Bell at the end. Um, yeah, I, I think I will give this episode um, an 8 out of 10, 
cardboard cutout agents uh, with uh, <laughs> secret agendas. Uh, I didn't really see the point of those agents. Um, yeah, but I'm loving the show. Um, I love Mulder and Scully. I love the podcast. Keep it up. Bye. Oh, Thanks, Ina. Thank you. We love you, too. <laughs> Excellent. So. Well, I, I speak for myself. I don't necessarily speak for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love feedback. Me, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, let's uh, wake up our guest. Uh, Shane, we're going to get into the ratings here. I'll actually let you have a chance to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! You actually might get more in um, talking-wise uh, if you actually sent in feedback, too. Um, <laughs> Claire apparently doesn't uh, have enough you know, chances to talk in the episodes. So she sends in voicemail oh. with her talking to other people. Podcast. <laughs> hey, you keep taking it to the streets. I think we might actually have to just turn that into a whole segment of its own. It's <laughs> so, awesome. Um, so Shane Intro to Claire <laughs> Yep I'm taking over One feedback at a time <laughs> <laughs> Shane what, uh, Any last thoughts On the episode And what is your rating My rating Would have to be uh, Seven dead Isfahan terrorists <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, it's, I have to Be honest with you I loved the episode When I first watched it Way 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 back in the Early 90s Mm-hmm. But watching it again, it isn't it isn't as good as I remember. Hmm. Um, they James um, the writers wrote Squeeze, and I was expecting another one of those. We when I rewatched it, and it, it didn't just feel right. It didn't feel as good as it should be. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, uh, Brad, do you want to go next? Sure. Um. I, you know, I gotta go, uh, well, pros, uh, the ghost of Benjamin Franklin is obviously a pro. Um, Scully making fun of Muller was great. Uh, cons, anti-Iranian terror, um, just racism. I don't, I got no use for that, especially right now. Uh, it was pleasant enough. I'll say six and a half out of ten founding father ghost. <laughs> All right, uh, Claire. Um, this this episode was a bit of a weird one. Uh, I tweeted earlier in the week after I watched it that it didn't really feel like an episode of the X Files, like meaning the episode so far. And I think the reason behind that, from what you were saying earlier, Robin, that makes a lot of sense, was that there was all these scenes where it was just um, Lauren and it was kind of her story mm-hmm. um, rather than Mulder and Scully, and that meant that if it kind of felt like a different series, almost like something like. I don't know, Highway to Heaven or the Lillisova <laughs> or something where you, you know, you've got like a, a person of the week that they're helping and it just seemed a bit weird. Um, that said, I, I did like the whole, um, ambiguity as to, you know, is it a ghost or is it telekinesis? I enjoyed that. Um, it had some cool moments, but, um, I wasn't blown away by it and it didn't have the bonkers fun of Conduit. So I will go with a six out of ten literal bloodbaths. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I'll follow you up if you don't mind, Tammy. I'll follow um, you up with uh, my comment. I mean, I agree. This is 
we in on Redemption Cast we we got the first season started over there, and they played around with what what are we going to do with this show? How is this show going to work? And one of it was one of the things they tried to do was let's give us give you a, 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 the victim of the week and base things around her, and then have Angel and Company come help her. I mean, it seemed like. And that, it, you know, it didn't work for them, and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to work with the X-Files. And even Morgan and Wong are like, yeah, this is a bullshit episode. Uh, and we made sure to make sure, you know, like, even saying outright, we made sure the character that they're helping wasn't very interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on that, um, but but the, uh, the the effects the effects were cool. I liked I liked the whole, uh, that was a memorable scene with the, the guy being held up in the air, being choked to death. I thought that was always cool. So for that, I'm giving it uh, five uh, ghosty leaf blowers. <laughs> Yay. Tammy? Um, well, okay. So I guess I like this episode more than everybody else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I The terrorist storyline just killed it for me, though. Um, yeah. I love the ghost story, and I love that we finally got to see something because every other episode so far, you know, it's supposed to be kind of like this X-Files, paranormal, whatever kind of show, but we haven't seen nothing. Mm. Tombs was just some dude that like had (laughs) some kind of medical issue. Uh, (laughs) Last week, the Jersey devil was just a naked lady. All the alien stuff, you don't see anything. So, like, I was just excited that we finally got something that we saw that I was like, oh, okay, so this is a paranormal show, and it's, I guess. But <laughs> but the terrorist lo- um, storyline just, uh, it just needed to go away. So, um, I gave it 7.5 out of 10 non-Christmas party sweater vests. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what, Tammy and Robin? You've actually swayed me, and I'm going to bump my rating up to a seven. <laughs> wow! I don't know how I because I did here. really like the scene where he. I know, I did really like the scene where the guy was like floating, and I did yeah. like the fact that we did actually see something. So yeah, I'm going to bump it up a point. Yeah, I mean, like if they just had made the episode focus more on like the ghost storyline versus having to drag it into a terrorist storyline it was yeah. a racist a racist terrorist storyline yeah <laughs> with like boring boring detectives yeah <laughs> i love the detectives i love oh. that they were like doppelganger Mulder, and scully <laughs> yeah I, I think the biggest thing i'm going to take away from this episode is the what chris pointed out about doppelganger Mulder, and scully and then doppelganger thug Mulder and Scully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yep. was great. I do have one note that I never got to. Sure. Um, was this episode is set in Philadelphia, right? Yep. Why the hell was Gordon Cole? Oh. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Seriously. <laughs> I demand a re-edit of the entire episode. <laughs> Someone can re-edit it, splicing co- uh, clips of Gordon Cole, and then post it to the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, get on that. <laughs> um, so, uh, have you been? Are you tired of ghosts? Well, <laughs> next time uh, the episode title is "Ghost in the Machine," and uh, we're going to have our special <laughs> guest Mel. Um, anybody want to throw out some predictions of what that episode might be about? I don't think it's going to be a literal ghost because we had that this week. So. I don't know. 
I wanted to be another ghost in like a soda machine and it attacked people <laughs> by like just spitting out cans of soda. Like uh, if yes. you guys have seen Maximum Overdrive, which now I've seen. Yes. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> like literally kills people with spitting out sodas out of a machine. Okay, so question. See. Which historical figure should the ghost be? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to be something related to like machinery, industry. Um, should it be like Getty or... <laughs> Rockefeller, or... Hey, why does it have to be an American ghost? Yeah. Are there, what, what British industrial types are there? Um, we invented the internet. You did? I thought Al Gore did yeah. that. No. <laughs> but that guy's still alive, so we can't include him. That you know of. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the Olympic opening ceremony. Maybe it's the ghost of Man Bear Pig. <laughs> it's going to be the ghost of... Uh, the ghost of the machine. Hmm. I don't know. I'm see. That's making me think of like I don't know why it's making me think of like Ghost in the Shell. I guess just because of the name, and I'm imagining it being like some kind of cyborg or like the Matrix. I, I say we stick with soda machine. I like it being in the soda. Yeah, <laughs> I like it being in a soda machine. Maybe it's the ghost of the guy who invented Pepsi Cola. But I don't know who that was. So. Old old Henry Fillmore Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Schweppes. <laughs> but ironically, he's trapped in an RC Cola machine. Oh, oh no. no. Why he's so angry? I, I think it would be giving it, you know, a little bit a little bit too obvious, like having it shoot soda out at you like like uh like a maximum overdrive. I think if it just constantly stole your money. <laughs> <laughs> Or gives you the wrong soda in a weird, aggressive <laughs> turn. Bastard. I want to diet. What? <laughs> spits out the water bottles. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Everything comes it out water. It just gives you Mountain Dew, and you're like, ugh. Diet sun-kissed. <laughs> Mulder's looking into a road atlas. I'm reading about this uh, soda machine, Scully. Uh <laughs> Scully, the soda machine, it wouldn't give me the drink I want. Is it possible that it's possessed by the ghost of the founder of Pepsi-Cola? No. No, it's not. But it is. I, at the moment, I cannot in any way link this episode possibly to Pennywise the Clown, but I'm sure I will next week. <laughs> All right. I've got, a, I've got a famous British inventor. Oh, yeah? Ooh. Uh, Robert Wilson Watt, he invented, he invented the radar. Yes! Ah. Ghost radar. Ghost radar? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. It's going to be ghost radar. Predicting <laughs> it now. So, uh, Shane, uh, you were talking about the uh, Red Dwarf podcast before. Where can we find that on the internet? Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Just search for the Red Dwarf intro cast. Or you can find us on Podbean, which is, if I, if my memory serves me correctly, which it should do, uh, the <laughs> redwolfpodcast.podbean.com. We've also got a, a Facebook. Just search for the Red Wolf Introcast. All right, cool. Well, thanks for being on here, and uh, we appreciate uh, you stopping by. And well, uh, thanks for having me. No problem. Um, no problem. Any last words, guys? Uh, no. <laughs> Stop the warmongering against Iran. <laughs> <laughs> I live I live one block from the World Peace Bell. Yeah. So if any uh, foxy ladies want to um, go on a date, I know an awesome place. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, until next time, uh, catch you later, guys. All right. Bye or something. Bye. Bye. Bye.
or something. (laughs) (laughs) All of our episodes can be found on iTunes or Downcast. If you're listening, let us know at twitter.com slash intro to UX. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash intro talks. Keep it spoiler free. If you do want to talk about spoilers, we have a group for that. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash super secret spoiler. Email us with feedback at mail at introtalks.com. Make sure the episode title is in the subject line. If you want to email me with anything spoilery, email me at super secret spoiler at intro to x.com. All of our podcasts and contact information can be found on our basement office on the internet, intro to x.com. And you can tweet me at twitter.com slash Also check out Redemption Cast, an intro cast I co-host about the TV series Angel. You can find that at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash MayaFire. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Yip. You can also find me on I'llWatchThatMovie.com where I am a newbie going through movies from the 80s, 90s, and then we'll see what happens from there. And on a belly dance podcast called Yip Podcast. You guys can catch me on the Ramjack podcast and also on the Twin Peaks podcast.
Okay, then what's the meaning of the oaf? <laughs> 42. Darn it! <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> Six times nine. Did you just read that like last year? You should know. What? Claire? Yeah. Hitchhikers? Yeah. Okay. yeah but I don't know my maths. Neither do they. <laughs> six times nine equals 42 is the question and the answer to the meaning of the universe. Yeah, but I don't know if that's correct or not correct. I can't add up. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we made this!